this episode, my mum, Cynthia, shares how giving thanks to God, in spite of being visually impaired, helped change her perspective and made her courageous to face the crisis. I hope this episode will speak to your situation, as that's mum's prayer for this podcast series. Hi, this is Cynthia. Thanks for listening in to episode three of my story. In the first couple of episodes, I talked about the nature of the autoimmune disease I suffer from called the thyroid eye disease, or I call it TED, and how it quickly caused me to be visually impaired. It totally disrupted my world. I was an able person one day to being disabled the next. It was a time of not knowing what the future holds. I was cut off from the world activities. I was not myself anymore. I had no energy to plan for the future, let alone the next day. There was so much uncertainty ahead of me. I did not know what the recovery path would look like. What do I do? How can I navigate this uncharted crisis where no one I know has walked through a serious sight issue? My spirit was at its lowest point. I was shaken by what I could not see. It's a terrible feeling. My focus was on the crisis at hand. It gripped me with fear of the unimaginable. But I thank my God. For my God ever so loves me. He provided a voice of spiritual wisdom early in my crisis to prepare me for what I would be facing. That voice is my sister-in-law, Melanie. I'd like to dedicate this episode to her. I've always had a close relationship with Melanie. Although we live in different countries, we would catch up with each other over the phone. When we meet, it's like we were never apart in the first place. Melanie led a very busy life and was about to start a new business. So when she rang me one day to tell me of the devastating news, my heart broke. Melanie was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia more than 18 months ago. It's a life-threatening blood cancer which can only be treated with intense chemotherapy and that gets stronger each round and she would ultimately need a stem cell transplant to remove the cancer. I remember her telling me how she was surrounded by death every day while she was in the hospital for more than eight months. It broke her heart to see others younger than her not making it after the first chemotherapy. Others in her place would have given up hope and be angry with life, with God, with everyone, but not Melanie. In spite of her situation, she continued to give thanks to God, who is the giver of life. The Holy Spirit helped Melanie to focus her mind and heart to think of the other leukemia patients, to pray for them. In return, God helped to lift Melanie's spirit every single day as she faithfully seeked him and interceded for others so that they can experience his love, goodness, and comfort 
in spite of their situation. I marvel at her tenacity, her level of deep faith, and unshakable confidence in God. In my time of crisis, I want that. If it works for her, it will work for me. On New Year's Eve of 2018, Melanie shared her life-changing testimony in front of her whole church in Malaysia. My family and I were so privileged to be there to cheer her on for her testimony, for we knew her very life is God's miracle for her to continue on, so that she can share how real God is and be a blessing to others who need hope when they are surrounded with hopelessness. She was only weighing. Thirty-nine kilograms at the end of the fifth round of intense chemotherapy, she was all skin and bones and had lost all her hair. But yet, God gave her courage and supernatural strength to survive the stem cell transplant, which in itself is a complex process of removing the stem cell in one's body and absorbing the new stem cells from a donor. I'm happy to report that Melanie is cancer-free today. God has saved her life, for she already gave hers to Him, and she now dedicates her life to serve Him by praying for others daily. This is an excerpt from her testimony as she reflected the years she battled with her life to fight the cancer. Conclusion: I will consider myself. Two zero one eight has been a very blessed year for me, not financially, but through this deadly sickness, I have developed a very special and close relationship with the Lord. I I can serve Him in prayer. I can hear Him speak to me. I have experienced so much peace, joy, love, and comfort from Him throughout my one and a half year. I want to thank Calvary Church, all pastors, Tuesday prayer prayer partners, and all lovely sister in dimensions, and my sister in law Cindy and her church from City Life Church in Melbourne. And they are here this morning. He just arrived from Melbourne last Friday. They are all and all who have prayed for me, and especially my husband and my daughter who have prayed and supported me. My most difficult time. May my testimony of His love and His goodness will encourage you to keep on praising and thanking the Lord and keep on fighting a good fight even when the news is no good. Glory to God. Amen. Just incredible when we place our absolute trust in God, He responds in kind with His faithfulness. Melanie considered the year where she battled cancer a year of blessing, because she grew intimately close with God, a precious gift she treasures more than life itself. 
from a grateful heart, Melanie's posture of thanksgiving, in spite of her health crisis, is the activation of this verse in First Thessalonians five verse eighteen NIV. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. All circumstances. Not only when life is going well, even when life is not going well, we need to give thanks in all circumstances. Melanie was facing death's door, and I was facing the possible loss of good eyesight. But how we respond, with God being the center of everything, makes all the difference. When we met. Melanie's home will be filled with songs of praise and worship for God all the time. She said that since her health crisis occurred, her spirit needed God's words of life sung into her daily. I never quite understood how vital that is until I went through my own health crisis. I guess when we are feeling so low. We need words of life sung into us through music, as it connects the heart and mind to focus on the positives. When Melanie found out how severely impaired my vision has become, she would call me regularly to encourage me. I thank God for Melanie's words of wisdom given to me early in my crisis. She said to me, "Give thanks to God every day." Let that be your heart's cry. Keep praising and worshiping God, for that is your spiritual weapon. Even when some days are hard and you don't feel like it, just keep praising and worshiping the Lord. You may not fully understand why I'm saying this, but in time, you will. That advice was foundational for me. I saw how it worked for her throughout her crisis. It completely changed how she responded to bad news. Melanie is a total inspiration to our family, our friends, and all who come to know her. She stayed incredibly focused and positive throughout, even when her body was completely battered internally by the cancer and chemotherapy treatments. She knew that her life is in God's hands. He will restore her when the time comes, because she lives for Him, and for Him alone. So that became my daily prayer, giving thanks to God, who knows immeasurably more than anyone on earth. His ways are higher; His thoughts are numerous. I cannot see where I'm going. How long this recovery would take, but all I know is that I'm in God's safe hands. There are no other hands I want to be held in. The posture of giving thanks daily has helped me gain new sight in a way. I remember all the times God has come through for me and walked with me in my times of deep trouble. I've tasted His goodness time and time again. I fill my heart with gratitude towards Him, remembering His faithfulness, His goodness, mercy, and infinite love for me. I thank Him for all the blessings, 
that I have a loving family who is there for me through thick and thin. That I have an extended family of faith praying for me. That I have friends at the workplace and socially who wants me well and, and hope all will work out. That I'm here in this country with medical help. That I can still see a little bit and feel my way around. That I have the mental and emotional faculties still at work. That I have the other senses to help me with life. That I could still listen to the audio Bible being read to me. Oh, the list goes on. There's so many things to be thankful for. When I chose not to focus on my crisis, but instead focus on the cross, my perspective changed. I see beyond my crisis. It's like I've been given new lens to viewing life. While I cannot fully see in the physical with my natural eyes, but I can definitely see the future when I visualize the cross in front of me as it reminds me of God's possibilities, His immense love, hope, rest, healing, restoration, and all things good. For those of you listening in and you feel like all is lost, please don't give up hope. Because when we cannot see what is in front of us, we finally see the cross. Place your faith in Jesus. For Jesus is the visible image of a living God. Jesus has victoriously accomplished all. His ultimate sacrifice not only cleanses from our sins, but gives us new life worth living. We become kinder, compassionate, sacrificial, we live for others, no longer for ourselves. When I thought all is lost, Jesus saved me. He took away the fear. I believe Jesus gives his eternal light. And that light brings hope to my soul, courage to my heart, and life back to my spirit. With him, I can face anything. Hope you've been inspired by episode three of Mum's incredible journey. Please subscribe and share this podcast to people you know who will be encouraged by her story.